Welcome everybody to No BS with Brian and Susan. We are here September 17th. It's cowboy season. The weather in Dallas has dropped below 100. Hell, it dropped below 90. Very <laughs> excited. And it is episode 50 on No BS with Brian and Susan. I'm Brian Kluger and I'm joined by the hostess with the mostest, the person who I'm just doing podcasts till death with i guess <laughs> susan how are you i'm good you just touched on two things that i love cowboys season because i i call it cowboy season i'm football and uh that the weather is getting cooler i am so excited about that <laughs> are you are you a are you a pumpkin spice latte beach they're like okay me? i like pumpkin <laughs> i'd rather have like pumpkin like cakes or something like okay that. the drinks are all right you're 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 into it right I'm a basic bitch. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know you're basic and bougie. We've established that. So you you're into the you're probably a pumpkin spice latte with oat oat milk. Yes, that's right. Right. Yeah. Pumpkin mocha. Pumpkin mocha. mocha. That sounds better. Has a little bit of chocolate in there. I like that. So yeah, that's uh that's what I like. Uh but yeah, we're September 17th. We this is episode 50. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. I think there's more episodes that we've done, but I think like the main one, this is our 50th episode, which is a milestone, I feel yeah. like when we first started this. We started this in the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. Crazy. So, uh, yeah, we we've got uh, our blind watch, which we're very excited for. Uh, it's got Megan Fox in it, and she is amazing. We're gonna get all into about why we think Megan Fox is great. Uh, we have lots of movies and TV shows we've been watching, which we'll talk about. Uh, but first, you know, we always like to do Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, and now the Golden Bachelor. None of that has started yet. But we kind of want to fill you in on what to expect and why the hell ABC is airing two Bachelor programs on the same night. I don't know what's going on, but Susan, please enlighten me, enlighten us. I don't know why they're doing it. I do think that's like a Bachelor overload to air. It's going to be Bachelor in Paradise and The Golden Bachelor are going to air on September 28th, a Thursday night um the same same night uh yeah it, it's kind of blew my mind the only thing i can think of is the fact that you're talking about possibly two different demographics watching because they're thinking that some of the same people who some people won't be watching both so that you know i don't know they i i know the golden bachelor it, feels, it seems like everybody wants to watch that because they're so intrigued by the premise but i mean someone like me who watches all the bachelor stuff i'm like damn you're like overbloating it here but like it's gonna, I feel like it's gonna be a lot of people to remember. Um, but well, I mean, especially with watch. especially with Bachelor in Paradise. Well, Bachelor in Paradise is the best, uh, the best show they have in their wheelhouse. Golden Bachelor seems like it will be fun. It. I'm really looking forward to Golden Bachelor if it's going to be uh, on one end of the spectrum or another. Like either like being Golden Bachelor having people there that are over 60 if it's going to be fantasy suites night one with everybody or if it's going to be like the sweetest thing or if there's going to be like a gentle mixture of both because we see like when 19 year olds or 25 year olds they're they're in a time where like they 
want to be woke and they want to like do the right thing. But all these older people have been through shit. They've been Mm -hmm. married, divorced, widowed. They lived in a different time. None of that's going to matter. Everybody's an adult and if we want to hook up, we're going to hook up. If not, or fake, or like we said, is it going to be the same formulaic shit that we've always seen, but just older people? So, so, okay. Well, so confirming because last time, uh, it seemed like you didn't want to watch it. So you are going to watch Golden Bachelor then? Yes. Okay, great, great. That's good. Brian's on board. Um, She's forcing me to watch it. Nobody's forcing you. I think it's genius. I've been waiting for this forever. And they released the, uh, the, the women of his season. And I also think they're going to go a lot quicker because it seems like, well, he has, he has less women. I want to say there's 25, maybe less. And uh, I feel like it's less than 25 now. I think about it, but I'm not sure. One of the women are Matt James's mom, Patty. She's in there. I know Brian was like, well, she's in it or something, but I don't even think she'll make it very far. Who knows? I do think Jerry is, or Gary, Gary. His name is Gary, but spelled like it's Gary. like Parks and Rec right now. Jerry, Gary, Gergich. Yeah. Ger- well, Jerry. it throws me off because it's spelled G E R R Y. So That's... I think it <laughs> Jerry looks like Gary Gergich. Jerry, but I think he goes by Gary. Gary or Jerry. We'll learn. Oh, okay. I'll learn once it plays. It sounds like Kermit the Frog. That's he all he does. He does. Brian is right about that. But he seems like a really nice guy. He's got this very touching love story with his. I mean, it was he married his high school sweetheart. He was with her until she passed away. I don't think he's a player. I mean, let's be real. He's 71 years old. I don't think the dude's over here to get laid. I don't think he's like, let me find the women. Right. I don't think there's that, but there's, you know when the 19 to 25 year olds are there, they are trying to play it more or less safe. Yeah. Whereas older people come from a different time and place. And it might just be like, Hey, we're adults. I like you. Let's go have sex. Like there's no, I I do agree with you. I think when fantasy suites comes into play, I would like to think that no one's going to give a shit who has sex. I mean, if Jerry decides or Gary, whatever. Uh, Gary, if he decides, I'm not going to remember. <laughs> this dude decides to sleep with all the women at the fantasy suites. Is anyone really going to give him a hard time? Be like, oh, how dare you? How dare you? Uh, you're 72 years old and you played these women. It's like, no, man. That's like what you hear in old folks home. Uh, isn't it like the theory that like that they get a lot of like. Yeah, it's a dorm room for older people in retirement homes. That's why, like, there's um, There's sexual trans having sex. Yeah, Yeah, STDs are rampant in nursing homes because everybody's fucking. Because who can blame them? Who can blame them? Exactly. And so, so what what do you think? Like, you think that all these young people are going to watch Golden Bachelor now and expect like just sweetness? Well, or do you think there's going to be like a Queen Victoria type of drama 65 year old coming into the show? I think the show is going to produce a villain is my okay. guess. I think a villain's going to come into play. But that's my guess because it, that's just fun for the audience. I don't think she'll last. and I, Or at least I don't think uh, Gary's going to be like, yeah, like I want to marry you. I also I, I don't. I, I don't really want to see it. I would hope he just gives his final rose and doesn't propose at the end of this because you're 72 years old. We don't expect you to get remarried right away. Like you got your, 
I mean, what's the point of that right now? Like you might as well just, we just want you to have a companion. That's the way I look at it is want you to have somebody to spend some like time with. And if you're, if you end up spending the rest of your life with her, great. If not, like, I don't want you to get locked down to even an engagement. I don't even want him to propose, you know, like, I feel like that would be weird to watch him propose to after knowing his love story. I'd rather just see, I'd like, I'd rather like see him be like, you're amazing. I really care about you. I I've fallen in love with you and I just want to spend and see how this goes. And here's my final rose. So how amazing would it be? You said earlier in the show that he might get lesser women. So it might Mm -hmm. be like 25. What if like three weeks into the show, they bring in five more women, but they're all like between 20 and 25. That's not going to be amazing. People will have a rampage like that. That, that be would be so great for TV Whoa, as a producer. That would to... be so crazy. And it's right in their wheelhouse to do that. First of all, they would not bring 20 year olds for a 72 year old man. That would be <laughs> ick. Hey, you're not going to do that. They're not. That, that's going to discredit every like. It wouldn't because you would show like, is he in it just for like the arm candy? Are they in it for love or just the money? Like what, what's going on? It would really be a, a sign, right? Right. If they, if they tried to bring a 25 year old for this guy, I, I guarantee you, I don't even know him just based on what I've seen. He's going to be like, Oh, thank you guys. Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'd like to, it's sweet of you, but uh, you're way too young. Way too young. Like he's gonna, he's gonna like shoo it along. The yeah. dude doesn't even know anything about Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. He's like, that's gonna waste my time completely. Like, get out of here. And Can we then- go back to you doing the the impression of Gary Jerry? That was so good. <laughs> I just, I feel like he's gonna, he's he's not gonna date someone who's the same age as his granddaughter. Like, that's gross. Like, right. Like- We've been seeing the promos that he's this very sweet. But what yeah. if they did that? what if they did that i'm just telling you if they brought that to him he's probably going to find it as like an insult and weird there's a and the show already proved like that they have what they're going for by casting women who are 60 and up like that it will it'll just it would defeat the purpose that's why it's called the senior citizen one like right they can't do it just it won't it'll be a joke It'll just be a joke that he's going to nip in the bud right away. Okay. I'm, cu- I'm curious. And I want to hear you doing that impression of him was that made my fucking <laughs> week. That was so funny. Okay. I don't even know if I can do it again. I just, Ooh, I can just see is- it. I can just, the way he was with the guys on the tell all too. Like I could just, he seems like really sweet and he just, yeah. I mean, it says a lot about a person to marry their high school sweetheart and be with that one person their entire life. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's not, that is not common at all. And that tells me that he is, he's not a fuck boy. He's not someone who's looking for like, and then it took him a while to even, you know, that happened in 2017, they said, or something like that. So it's, and he's been single. Like, I just, I don't think, He's a good looking dude. I just, I think that he's going to stick with one of these women that he's been given. Okay. All right. Oh man. That's but so good. I think it's going to be a sweet thing. They're going to probably promote it a sweet, throw a villain in there. But I, I would love to see if they're going to do like 
the challenges that they normally do and the drama. Like, can you imagine? If can you like, see a bunch of the women like playing like football? <laughs> oh, I was going to go with the pool party thing. Oh, <laughs> my God. But they look great, by the way. Because yeah, no, they, they all look great. Yeah. Like they're they would look awesome in the They're not gonna get ugly people for the bachelor bachelor. No, they're all like I was like, these are unreal 60 to 70 year old women over here looking like hot. <laughs> I was like, they have yeah. better bodies than me. I was like, it's, oh my god. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah, I would I would never be cast for the bachelor bachelorette, although I would give them ratings for sure. <laughs> you would. You would. I would, I, I would. That. All right, so Golden Bachelor, that's happening. Why the hell are they scheduling at the same time as Bachelor in Paradise? Like, Just, who, like what's, so are they scheduled, like, one's going to air and then the other one's going to air? Yeah, I don't know which one's first, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Aren't they both no, two think, hours? Yeah, I think Golden Bachelor's first. That makes sense for the earlier crowd. That They'll air that one at, like, 7, and then um, I think 9 o'clock is... So the, 7 to 10? Yeah, or... 11? I think. I don't know. It's- what is going on? I don't I don't understand. Unless at uh, unless 7 to 9 is Golden Bachelor and then this year Bachelor in Paradise is going to get racy and so like after a certain time in prime time you can get a little edgier. I wonder if that's going to be one of the things, but I think I don't know. That, that 4 hours is a lot. 4 hours is a lot to watch the Super Bowl. It is. The only thing I can think of, too, is that they they know that a lot of their ratings for The Bachelor and like Paradise might be coming from streaming because the younger crowd streams and stuff. Right. The older crowd wants to watch the television still. And so maybe they're just hoping that people are watching on Hulu. Like, I mean, my my guess is that was the only day they could do it because you have dancing with you have you have football. Yeah. You have college football, you have NFL, and you have um, baseball playoffs and World Series coming up. Well, and you so, have Dancing with the Stars. Too. And you have Dancing with the Stars, and you have NHL starting up. So it's just a lot going on in this time. And maybe on all of those days, there's <laughs> – it would be the only day, I guess, is a Thursday. I mean, Thursday, only thing that's happening really is maybe one football game. NFL yeah. and when like a couple of the college ones, but mm-hmm. not not too crazy. So uh crazy. I, I don't know. I don't it's, know why they're doing that. It's very interesting. It, it, it'll be a it'll be a test for sure. But yeah, it's it's weird. It, um, but yeah, I, I'm so, I'm very interested to see how that's gonna play out. But you know, there are a lot of people. I'm curious now. There's going to be a lot of people in paradise. Is there anyone you're looking forward to seeing on paradise, or do you remember? I don't know anybody going to paradise. I don't know who's showing up, other than like I know I saw that Braden was showing up, which I don't like. Yeah. But well, I hope Rodney shows back up because I want Rodney to like find love, but maybe not. Uh, he already found love. He has a girlfriend. He made his debut with his girlfriend at. Uh, I forget if it was at Joe and Serena's wedding or if it was just, um, I can't remember. No, no, no. So Andrew Spencer, remember Andrew Spencer? Yeah, I have to see a picture. He was black too. And he was with, uh, he had two different girls. He dated like Brittany on the show last season. And then Andrew was the one that like that, that Asian girl was all like, 
please, please, Andrew, please, please. Like, he oh, just yes, 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 yes. And he's like, he yes. wasn't over, he wasn't over Teddy. He wasn't right, over Teddy. Right, right, right. So he went to Joe and Serena's wedding and debuted his girlfriend. He's happily in a relationship with a regular girl. And so is Rodney. Thank God he found love. Good, good. Uh, all right. So both Who of them will not be in there? paradise. They are- I, I would like to see Shanae back in the game. Oh, all right. She could be there. She, she could, could be, be there. there. I'd like to see yeah. Shanae. I would like to see Queen, Queen Victoria again just to see if she's changed. Yeah. They they didn't really milk her very well at all. Um, I'm excited to see Kat, who they've advertised her. She was kissing Brayden, but I don't think I think that's short-lived because she's making out with some other dude from this past season. Uh the one in the ocean and like the waves hit her. I like yeah. Kat. Um and then can't remember. Who there was, was a lot of girls from what, Zach's season that I like. What about the um, the black girl who really liked um shit, what's his name? The guy who had a kid who was widowed, but he ended up leaving her for the other one. I liked her. Okay, wait. Oh, Sierra. Sierra. Oh, um, as far as I know, I think she's still single, but yeah, I'd love to see her. I liked her too. I liked her a lot in Paradise. I did too. I, I liked her a lot in Paradise. Very classy. The way she yeah. exited with that, yeah. with Michael. Yeah, the Michael. That's his name. I, I like her a lot. Sadly, too. update. I think man, Michael and Danielle. They didn't make a statement, but they're definitely done. Okay. Yeah. I feel like he's uh, he's probably a lot to handle. I feel like. I think there's something there that there's going. <laughs> I don't know. They lasted like about a year almost, but I, yeah, something, something with him. I think I agree. Yeah. So I'm excited about those people. I always look forward to paradise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess to round this out, do you think golden bachelor will end in a good thing? And do you think bachelor in paradise will end with more people leaving together than not? I don't know. I think the season it's it's going to be hard to ever beat the season that you watched with Joe and Serena's season. Yeah, like that was like I mean I think five or six couples came out of that one. That was that's never happened, and they're still together today. Yeah, amazing, amazing on that one. I don't think we'll ever get that. I'm going to be hopeful we'll get two couples that might last and then maybe still together right now, just because that doesn't mean that they will last forever, but we'll, I'll, I'll bet two couples are still together right now from paradise. We'll see how long they last. That's just my guess. I think golden bachelor will end with a happy ending. I don't know how long they'll last, but I think that they are going to producers are going to maneuver whatever they can, because this is such a, they want this to succeed. They want to give, Gary like a, a a happy ending and everything. So we are going to witness him finding love again and something happy with the final rose and them being together at the after the live thing. But I I don't think they'll last. Um right. I don't think he'll stay with whoever he's with till the end. But till the end, think? yeah. I have no idea. I I hope that Bachelor in Paradise has at least three couples come out of it. Love this it. Golden Bachelor, it's the first one. I think I think they would like to see it go the distance. I think he will get on a knee and do it just for TV's sake, but yeah. they could just like month down the road say, uh, we decided to be friends or something like that. So I can see that yeah. happening. Yeah. 
and you know they're older so they're going to probably be more mature about it like they don't need to have any drama it'll just be like we just yeah, we didn't we're freak out. we tried it yeah. like and also if these are long days long distance none of these people are going to want to travel to each other like whoever he picks needs to be willing to move in with him yeah exactly yeah i don't know i just hope that every episode we get him doing a little a little gimmick of him doing like Gary the Bachelor here with Bachelor Nation News. I'm That's here with good. the old woman who lives in a shoe. <laughs> oh, like you want you want like his like uh wait, what is that supposed to be? It's basically Kermit the Frog doing Sesame Street News. No, no, <laughs> but, no, no. Like what are you saying like is voiceover or what are you trying to no, do? No, I would like him to like just do like talk to the camera and say, like, oh. I'm here with like this person here, and they answer a question about her, like right there. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'd be good. Uh I think um, it's gonna be entertaining as hell. I can't wait. I am looking I'm I'm sadly looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Bachelor and Bachelor Nation. I'm sure next time we come back for this, we will have updates on all the first episodes yeah so keep it right here on fear and loathing up next is our blind watch blind watch time oh my god (laughs) susan picked this blind watch and i'm very excited because on the other podcast fear and loathing in cinema Mm. um we just did a megan fox movie called jennifer's body and Jennifer's body is still amazing. Uh, such a great movie. And Susan picked this one that also starred Megan Fox. And we didn't know anything going into this. But why did you pick this, Susan? Honestly, I only picked it because it popped up on my Netflix, like uh, something they thought movies I would like. And I saw and thank God they didn't have like a trailer or anything. They only showed the clip that they show is something that wouldn't give anything away, by the way, like nothing. It was like her, like with the talking to the guy through the door. And I didn't know anything that was happening. And I was just like, Oh, Megan Fox. I feel like I haven't seen her in a while. And then I saw that the score, the Rotten Tomato score was really high. Yeah. So this movie was made in 2021. Yeah, um, this movie old. was made in 2021. It was announced in 2020. So it was kind of filmed during the pandemic over four or five weeks. Um, it's a very pandemic y film movie, by the way. Yes. And it was filmed in Bulgaria. So it was probably, you know, cost like a million dollars to make. And it has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes with like 40 reviews on it. And when you think of Megan Fox, I mean, of course, you think of Transformers, you think very Michael Bay-esque type stuff, um, maybe even Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I don't know. But uh, this <laughs> this movie caught me for a loop. I went in, like this segment says, blind. Like, I didn't yes, know, I just I. saw like, oh, Megan Fox till death looks cool, okay, let's do it. Expecting to be okay, but damn it, if that movie did not blow me away. Like, there, it, oh my God, what'd you think? Well, can I just add, y'all? We've done this obviously 50 times, and this is the first movie, including Brian's picks, that after, right after we watched The Blind Watch, Brian bought this movie. He bought it. Oh, there it is. There's the Blu ray. He, <laughs> uh, that's how much he liked it, which I was so happy it was my pick. Uh, but I was like, yay. And I, I 
totally agree with Brian. I will probably, oh, it's it's going to leave. It's going to leave Netflix September 31st. So you guys better watch it fast. Cause I was thinking, I was like, I want to rewatch it. It is so good. And I did like, I, I mean, I, I completely agree with the, I agree with the Rotten Tomato score, ignore, agree with the critics, ignore the, um, the audience score, because I think this is a fantastic movie and Megan Fox is incredible in it. And I came to the realization after we watched, um, well, I don't know if it was before we watched this or not, but because of his other podcast and because we had decided this movie, I went ahead and rewatched Jennifer's Body, which I didn't care for the first time I watched it. I, I was really young and I think I was just like, what is that? I don't, I don't know. And then, and then I watched it again and I was like, this is freaking good. It's so like, good, right? I was like, this is a witty movie. It's funny. It's self-aware. And Adam then, Brody as... I, I mean, Adam Brody as like a... Adam Brody basically left Stars Hollow and Gilmore Girls and formed this band in Jennifer's body. (laughs) Exactly. And became like satanic. Yeah. He he really, totally, which I like love Adam Brody. That was the original reason I watched that first, the first time. But I, I think that Megan Fox was so good in that movie. I was like, she's a good actor. She's so great. And like, why have we like labeled her as a shitty actor? Because only people recognize her as a one note person in Michael Bay movies. Mm -hmm. She's not. She's She's not. And she proves it because, okay, so this movie, Till Death, um, filmed in Bulgaria um in august uh or in march actually so it's probably still a little bit cold there Mm -hmm. this movie kind of follow i mean how it starts out where it goes to you see megan fox she's very well off she's married to this high power don't spoil anything though i really want people to let's not give any spoilers go go yeah so she she's married to this high powered guy things are not what they seem really um she ends up um at this farmhouse in the middle of nowhere with her husband and it just kind of goes from there and she basically has to survive um i don't know how do you describe this movie without giving it away it's like i mean the description if you read the description i mean it's i think it's what you you said i don't want to like you so here, 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 here I'll, I'll read what the back of the Blu-ray says. Yeah, read that. And you so, know something's up, obviously. Like, yeah. Duh, so survival up. is the best revenge. Emma, played by Megan Fox, is stuck in a stale marriage to Mark and is surprised when he whisked her away to their secluded lake house for a romantic evening on their 10th anniversary. But everything changes the next morning, morning when she finds herself handcuffed to Mark. Trapped and isolated in the dead of winter, Emma learns this is the only only the beginning of Mark's twisted plan, and she must survive and fight hired killers coming to kill her. And so that's kind of where it's at, but it goes to many other places than that, because when it starts out with her and her husband, you feel like something's off. They're like, Again, they're very well off. But then little crumbs of details start to happen and they're whisked off. And then all of a sudden, like within like the first 15 minutes of the movie, a big thing, like almost as big as when you watched Hereditary and the little sister gets her head chopped off by the telephone pole. Like there's a moment like that. We're just like, wait, what? This is where we're going in until death. Okay. 
And then it kind of plays out in my opinion, kind of very similar to a lot of other movies, but like when it does for a couple minutes, it totally flips it again. And I was so back on board yet again. Yeah. I was like, Oh no, that's the thing they're going. Oh yes. Yeah. And... There's... Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, I was just saying, I mean, there's definitely, it's, it's got, it's formulaic in a lot of ways and you might be able to predict some things, but they keep it fresh throughout the whole movie. It's clever. It's well-written. It's well acted by everybody in the film. I, I mean, I will say the very, very beginning, I was a little worried because the dialogue in the beginning was a little uh, and I'm not going to spoil why, but it was just like, I, I feel like it didn't find its footing until like after that first scene. And so they were trying to get there and you get what's going on. And yeah. even though, cause like anybody yeah. besides Megan Fox, you won't recognize here. Like there's not the right. writer, director, producers, there's nobody you will recognize minus Megan Fox, but mm-hmm. Megan Fox, man, Megan Fox is born to kind of be a horror action hero. And I don't know why she has been typecast as mm-hmm. kind of like the 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 side the co-star girl who can't do anything yeah she, she is so good yeah they just i unfortunately for someone like her who's very like you know scarlett johansson could have fallen into this trap you know they're very like they both just naturally come off like very sexy uh they could be the other woman type of girl but I mean, luckily Scar Joe got out of that quickly. And uh I would say like Megan Fox, because of the Michael Bay stuff, like I guess just got pigeonheld into that role for so long that nobody saw her as anything else. They're just like, oh, she's just a hot chick. She can't really act. Yeah. And it's like, actually, if you pay attention, and because in Jennifer's body, that's kind of her thing too. Like, I think people were only noticing how much like sex appeal she was giving off and wasn't paying attention. Well, that was the trailer for sure. Yeah, that was a trailer. So everyone's just like, that's all she's doing. She's just doing like looking hot. And it's like, no, actually, she's doing a really good job in that film. And in this one, even more so, because this is a very physically demanding performance that she's very much so physically demanding. And then I would say she's carrying the movie. I mean, this is a lot of just her. And that is not an easy feat to do to just be the the sole performer and entertain us for an hour and a half. Right, right. Yeah, she is. Uh, she's so good. In, the, in this movie, it's the great part about this movie is that it's um, 88 minutes long. Yeah. And it doesn't feel longer. It it's, goes by really quickly. So quick. And it gets its point across. And it is a badass, like, heroin movie. Like, it mm-hmm. is. It is. And it's. Say what you will, it's believable, like to yeah. a degree of cinema. Like I because like a lot of movies we watch are like this would never happen, but I could see this happening and yes. her ways of going about it, uh, and what happens in the movie. Mm-hmm. Till death, I am pissed I didn't see this in the theater, and I am pissed I didn't hear about it until was we it in theaters? It. This looks like a straight to DVD, unfortunately. No, I I oh, it went probably to Netflix or to streaming or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's great and it's on Netflix only for the next like ten days. Yeah, people, y'all need to to snatch this up and watch it for real. Like, actually, it's even perfect. Halloween's coming up if you want a little bit of suspense and thrills. But I 
I really enjoyed it. And I mean, I love Megan Fox in this. It it kind of rejuvenated my Megan Fox. Like, you know, I, I want to watch more with her. I'm like, guys. Yeah, she's really good. And I've seen her and I've like doing Blu-ray reviews. I see a lot of stuff in her that most people hadn't seen. Like there's a movie called Think Like a Dog that came out in 2020. Really it's with Josh Dumel and Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. And she plays a mother. Like, it's a really cool movie. I really like the movie. But does she um, really do much in that one? Yeah, no, she's great because there's a side plot in this movie that you would not think that of Josh Duhamel and Megan Fox are getting a divorce. And there's oh. lots to that. And she's really good in it. Oh. Um, but then you see her in this movie, Till Death. And she's like, holy shit, this is great. So there's, since Till Death, she's done one, two, three, four, five, six movies since Till Death, since 2021 that I have never seen. And then, of course, her next big return to the big screen will be Expendables 4 which I'm very excited. And yeah. then she's doing a voice in Nia Legend of Golden Dolphins with Quavonjane Wallace. Oh, hey. Which is great. And then Subservience, um, which is an upcoming sci-fi thriller that'll probably just go to straight to video as well. Because yeah. I don't recognize anybody. Um, but Expendables 4, if Expendables 4 does well and she is like the sleeper of that movie, like if she is like the one to watch out for, she will have a resurgence, I hope. And I mean, I hope they put her in a role that she can. I'm worried that she's not really. I mean, it, it depends what they give her. And right. Well, she- even in a small part, she can play it and she will be the most memorable part of the movie. Yeah. She seems pretty high on this uh cast list here so maybe she is and that that can be enough of a resurgence for her for her to get recasted again because i do feel like there was like a dip in her yeah. um but i i want to see her back because again i think it, she was just taking the roles that they gave her and now that we're in 2023 and it's not all like women just are good for sex appeal then maybe 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 she will get something meatier right yeah so the only movies she's basically been in recently has been with her husband machine gun kelly good morning and taurus uh she was in with her husband and then she was in johnny and clyde which i did watch and i did like i did watch johnny and clyde i actually interviewed the director tom danucci for that movie um and we talk and she's so good in it. She's basically the opposite of this role. She's uh, like a a mafia boss who's oh. wacky and over the top. It's really good. She's she's versatile. I like it. She's yeah, man. If Megan Fox, if you're listening, we are a fan and we want to see you do more. And till death was awesome. Like I think I think it's our favorite blind watch. Yo, I think so too. And I mean, Megan, we've talked about you on both Fear and Loathing and this show. Like we, we yeah. come on the show whenever Please. you can. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would we love have that. Watched I, I'm really like fanning out now that right after watching Jennifer's body and this, I'm like, oh my gosh. I would like to the fact that I want to see her in more. I'm like, oh, this is she's really good. Like, she is yeah. really good. And thank and, you for picking this movie. Thank you, Netflix, for popping that into my attention because I would have never stumbled upon it. And, yeah, and I, me neither. I'm so glad I gave Brian two choices and he's like, it's like, let's go with Till Death because uh, of the Megan Fox kick. And I am so glad. I was like, good, because this one's about to leave. And uh, I would have watched it anyways, though. So 
but I'm glad we got to watch that together because the whole time we were pretty much just like, and there was a lot of texting like, what? Oh my God. Oh my God. What just happened? So it was, it we was had a good time. We had a good time. Yeah. So yeah. Till death on Netflix right now. I'm sure after it's on Netflix, you can buy it on Blu-ray and it was $8 on Amazon for blu-ray it's bare bones like there's no extras or anything mm -hmm. um but i'd imagine it'll also still be uh for rent or buy digitally as well it's um it's 3.99 to rent on amazon prime so that's an option too for people but i mean watch it free while you still can right do that if you have a netflix description yeah all right uh our last segment honorable mentions this is where we suggest what we're watching what we've seen what we're doing um the first one I am Groot, the mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, everybody tree. They did some of these shorts a year ago where they're like five or six minute shorts featuring little yeah, baby Groot and some of the some of the other characters. They're fun enough to me. I thought these were they're, they're fun. Watch, I like did it. you watch these new ones too? Yes, yes. Yeah, they're they're fine. They're so short. And if you're a Guardians fan and Groot fan like me, you're gonna want to watch it just because you're curious. They're they're fine. Yeah, they're 20, 25 minutes for all of them. Like they're yeah. real short. You're just like, oh, little baby Groot still. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, they're they're fine. Uh, mm -hmm. People, kids will like it. Um, all right. So the next one is sitting in bars with cakes, which I have not seen. I still don't like the title because yeah. it's just one of those titles, like uh, the one that I saw that I liked, landscapes while holding hands. It's like it's just a dumb title. Oh yeah. It's just hard to say. Sitting bars with cakes, eating cakes with bars. It's like, yeah. can we just do cake bar or something? Yeah. Easy. Well, I think I wish they would call it because I watched the movie and I really enjoyed it. They they called it cake barring. Like that's what they called what they were doing. I was like, why don't you just call the movie cake barring? That would have yeah. been better than sitting in bars with cakes. Like people are just like, so to me, it's cake barring because. She would, this girl and her friend, they decided they would make cakes. Well, really, it's her friend. Um, yeah. Name. She's making cakes and going to a bar every week because they discover that's a great way to be like, oh, you got, I'm like, you want, want a cake? And it brings people over in an effort to hopefully find um, a boyfriend for her friend that's making the cakes. And uh, along the way, the other friend who doesn't make the cakes, um, she gets cancer and it is so sad. Um, it's very beaches vibe. Uh, and um, anyways, but it stars Yara Shahardi and then I Odessa something. I can't remember her name, but both are fantastic in the film. And it, I, I, we have, I think I have two more Amazon Prime movies to talk about and they are just killing it right now with their films. I think like I just feel like every week they have something coming out that's so good. Um, this is just a very fault in our stars, beaches, sweet movie vibe that uh well performed. And um I recommend especially I mean you want to watch it with your best friend, that's even better. But you might like hold on tight to her or him. So it's a movie that needs a laugh track. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's funny. I didn't even put two and two together. I said this had a very beaches vibe. Bet Midler's in it. So oh, okay, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. O Odessa Azon is uh, the other girl who has cancer in it. So, anyways, really cool. And uh, bonus, Yara. She's half Persian, and there's definitely a few Persian um, nibbles in there that I enjoyed watching. Do we like Persian actors on this uh, podcast? I think they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, so good. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, I'm going to have to watch sitting in cake bars with you. See, I can't even say it. Fucking cake, cake bar. barring. Cake barring. I'm going to have to watch this. All right. I think the next movie that's on our list that we both watched called uh-huh. Cassandro. Yeah. Um, directed by Roger Ross Williams, starring Gabrielle Gael Bernal. Gael. Gabrielle. It's Gael. Yeah. It's Gael. Gael yeah. Garcia something. Gael Garcia Bernal. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, um, basically, an LGBTQ a gay pro wrestler trying to make it up in the 80s uh 70s and 80s and tries to get win the affection of his long lost dad um i really like the movie i like pro wrestling i like these these storylines um roger ross williams is the first black person to win an oscar for directing um he made the documentary on cassandro years ago and now he's made the narrative that's on amazon prime I enjoyed the movie. I I think it works as a narrative. I well, really let's like. Let's clarify. He won the Oscar for a, a documentary short. Right, but he's the but. first black guy to win directing. It is an Oscar. Is it because he directed the short? You mean? Yeah, I think any director Oscar for any directing thing, he he was the first one to win. Mm. Look, I think somebody won for acting, but not directing until him. Okay. Well, yeah. I was just not to get confused that he didn't win best director is all I'm saying. Right. No, but yeah. he did like for for directing, he did for, for a documentary short, he did. Mm-hmm. Um but Cassandro, I liked it. Did you like it? Oh yeah, yeah. It was really good. Uh I didn't know that story at all. And I think Gaella is uh I mean so I've she's so good. He's a really great actor, but he's phenomenal in here. They're definitely gonna try to they put it in theaters for like two weeks, hoping to maybe get an Oscar uh not or oscar stuff in it there. won't get any oscar anything I, I don't think maybe for gael but i think there's other performances that will stand above his yeah sadly i i agree with that i don't think it's gonna get anything i don't know if they can submit it for foreign language because uh the english ratio may outweigh yes. it. so uh but i think it's it's definitely that award quality film on Amazon Prime that if you're looking for, if you're craving that a little earlier before awards season goes into full swing, that you could watch watch this movie. Um, it's, a, it's a great story. It's I cried. <laughs> it got me. Um, just it's it's sweet. I mean, well, it, it, his relationship with his mom is it's it's, really good. Um, his dad sucks, but yeah. That's part of it. Yeah, I mean, I recommend it. Like like I said, I think this is another good quality film there. Yeah, Cassandro's good. I liked it. Um, Another one, A Million Miles Away uh, is another movie with uh, an an Ant-Man star. Michael Pena stars. Yeah, Michael Pena. A Million Miles Away. Did you watch this one? I did not watch this one. So I I just watched it like two nights ago. I really enjoyed this. This was a, after watching like what I felt was a little bit more sad with the first two. This was a feel good, sad or feel good cry. Um, This is another one. I wasn't sure. I don't think it's going to be, it's not like award worthy, but it feels really like well-produced and everything and a great, I guess these are all true stories. Yeah. Prime is kicking it with all these true stories. Um, Because sitting in bars with cakes is a true story as well. So um, this is the first migrant worker to become an astronaut and go to space uh his name was jose hernandez and michael pena does an incredible job in this his wife 
in the movie is I, I think they just portray a really great relationship supportive of each other's dreams um uh it's really it's a beautiful story um highly recommend this one too it's just it's worth the watch i need Very, to watch um, it. little vibes of hidden figures there too i would say all right it makes it's sense good. i like yeah. kenya so yeah, i'm good he's awesome in it all right another one that we both watched is a movie called love at first sight on the surface, it looks like every other romantic comedy movie, but man, it is so smart. It is very aware. It's original and it's a great story. The music kicks ass. Music. Um, it's based on a book uh, and it's it's really a wonderful watch. I really, really loved it. Me too. And I'm surprised Brian liked it so much because I wouldn't expect it just because it's so um, just like a romantic I mean, I forget that Ryan sometimes likes some of these rom-coms, but it is very sweet. The music is awesome. Great 80s soundtrack. And um, I really, I like Haley Lou, or I don't think I'm saying it, Liu. Liu. Yeah, I, she's awesome in it. I want she, to see her in more movies. Yeah. I mean, she's killing it these days. Like she was in that second season of White Lotus too. Yep. And uh, yeah, she, I really enjoyed her and the guy who was in it, something Brady? Oliver, yeah, his character name is Oliver. Well, his character name is Oliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they had really good chemistry. I, I think they're, they were just fun to watch. I mean, I think that's like the key when you make these romances. Of course, rom coms are the most basic formula because it's always how ultimately when you start a rom com, you're just wondering how are these two going to end up together. I mean, duh. right, and it's like right away you're at an airport, you know, and you're on a yeah. flight. It's like it's real easy, but it just goes from there, and it takes. The movie takes place over the course of like what a day, a two days, yeah, something like that. Twenty four hours, I guess. Yeah. And the I think what's cool is how you know they started out like this is not a love story. This is a story about fate. Um, but I, I think that's what's that's what makes it clever is all their um all this the the stuff like the very statistical and then like the chances of them. Getting uh, together, getting yeah. It's a very aware, it's very smart. Uh, that's why I like it. It's and, and the leads are very, they have a lot of chemistry. There's a, mm -hmm. It's infectious. I liked it. Yeah, they're, they're very engaging leads. They're charming. They're committed to their performance. So you're right off the bat. And, and this one's short too. It's only an hour and a half. Yes. So this is as all rom-coms should be. <laughs> and yeah, it's 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 great. I, I think this was a, I call it another gem to stream. So Definitely Another watch. gem to stream. I agree. I agree. Um, and then the next one on it is Dungeons and Dragons. So which Dungeons and Dragons did you watch? I watched the newest one for the first time. Oh, with Chris Pine. With Chris Pine, yeah. I, so I played Dungeons and Dragons. I've played many times before. Uh -huh. The actual game. What do you, Did it you... make you want to play Dungeons and Dragons? No, it did not. Did you watch this movie? I did. <laughs> I was just, I just want to say, like, I was dragging my feet watching this because I thought, this is not going to be good. I didn't think they marketed it very well. And, but then I saw it had a really high score on Rotten Tomato, both the audience and the critics. And it was streaming. And I told my husband, I was like, let's just go ahead and watch it. And I mean, he wanted to see it too. Trevor was probably more interested than I was. And then, I mean, I'm saying five minutes into it, not even. Trevor's like, this, I already really like this. I was like, really and i don't know we both got out when we were done we're like damn this was clever another easy like you know predictable but it was 
extremely clever. Like all the stuff they do, the pieces to this to this game that they figured out and translated to the film was wildly entertaining. Well, because funny. such a small percentage of people play Dungeons and Dragons and they have to appeal to the masses and they and did they such did a it. good job of... Because when somebody who's never played Dungeons and Dragons but has heard of it thinks one thing, you're thinking nerdy craziness, like, like it's crazy. But then Game of Thrones came out and that's yeah. kind of like rated R Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be able to get all of the Dungeons and Dragons or a lot, a lot of the mainstream to get it into the mainstream and to like the main Midwest family pipeline. Mm -hmm. And they did a good job. It made it yeah. funny and action and, oh, this is what this is. Yeah. It was so funny. Like, I didn't expect it to be as funny as it was. I was laughing the whole way through. Uh, but yeah, I think you nailed it. It just it appeals to the masses. It doesn't matter if you're a Dungeons & Dragons fan. I know nothing about the game. And I loved it. It may even be in my top 10, honestly. It Look at you! It was good. That's awesome. Yeah, Dungeons & Dragons. I, you need to play Dungeons & Dragons, Susan. It's so much fun. Did you like the movie? Like I did like the movie. Absolutely, yeah. I liked the movie. Yeah. So uh, I, I liked it because uh, they they did a Dungeons and Dragons movie in the '90s with Marlon Wayans. Oh. And, oh, and I'm assuming it wasn't good. Well, I mean, it took itself more or less seriously, mm. but it didn't. Nobody liked it. Um, yeah. So this came out. You know, you have Chris Pine as the bard. And, you know, it's really good. Yeah. I yeah. think you would actually like playing the game, Susan, because you're pretty creative, and I think you would have fun with it. Maybe, maybe my the things with games like that is like I hate learning it, but once I do know how to play, yeah, I enjoy right. it. Right. And so what's great about Dungeons and Dragons is that basically you can do anything. Anything you want to do or think up, you can do. You just have to roll a dice to see if it can happen. Okay. And so it's just it's super fun. Uh an example of Dungeons and Dragons, instead of like going on like castles and quests. Uh -huh. You know, I've played one where it's just like a one shot where you just play for one day and the group are all um, goblins who have like an IQ of like 10 mm -hmm. and you have to survive the night on a truth or dare game. It's super fun. Yeah. <laughs> so it gives you like to be in character. Like I'm not smart. You know, I'm a, I'm oh. a dumb goblin. <laughs> I just have to survive. So it's stuff like that. It's super good. But then you can get into the, the really crazy ones. But I'm glad you liked it. Go Chris yeah. Pine. Um, mm -hmm. And then our last one. Uh, oh, wait, you skipped one of mine was Flora and Son. Oh, shit. Flora and Son. I'm Did you sorry. watch that yet? No. What, what is Flora and Son? That's in our, it's in our Apple screeners account if you are interested. So it's on Apple TV Plus. Um, but we have access to it right now. And it stars... The only person that I know right off the bat is, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name. Let me just pull it up. Laura uh, and oh, Joseph like... Gordon Levitt's in it. But oh, so... it's the Joseph Gordon Levitt one. The I know what you're talking about. Teaching yes. her how to play guitar. Yeah, but so is uh, Jack. Uh, what is his name? Rainer. Yeah, it. from Midsommar. Yeah, and then the star is Eve Hewson. And she has a like son. She obviously had him at a young age, and it's kind of their relationship and trying to impress him when she learns how to play guitar. And uh, it's it's a very it's more about her performance, I think, than anything else. But there's a sweet like love story to it. But ultimately, the story is the love story between her and her son, and um, it's it's very beautiful and uh, funny yeah. and uh, crude with the. 
the Irish like uh, foul language as well. So, but yeah, I think you'd enjoy it. All right. No, I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I like Jack Rayner. So I'll probably give it a shot. I like Uh Apple TV stuff. Um, The last one comes out August, no, October 12th um, on Netflix. It's called The the Fall of the House of Usher. And it's a miniseries directed by Flanagan, who, um, who gave us the Haunting of Hill House and gave us the sequel to The Shining uh movie which why am i blanking on that name right now oh dr sleep dr sleep (laughs) directed that that. yes dr Uh sleep um yeah he's he's a really good director and so this new mini series is based on edgar Allan poe stuff and it's the best way i can describe it is it's the extreme graphic horror version of succession and it is awesome uh so basically in the first like five minutes of the movie you see this older guy and he's at a funeral and you find out that his six kids have died within the last two weeks and it's crazy uh because all of because he is like a very wealthy conglomerate and all the kids are trying to work for him and trying to get his, it's crazy so it's it's a very like extreme horror version of succession right now and yeah. it is awesome it's all so right, good in each episode is yeah in each episode is labeled entitled like um edgar Allan poe story like the mask of the red death and the raven and stuff like that so it's it's really cool uh what they do with it and flanagan is so great i'll definitely check it out especially because it's a mini series <laughs> yeah no it's it's so good um that second episode so the the show is premiering at a fantastic fest in austin this coming week and when the second episode i was watching the second episode there are two moments in the second episode where i know that fantastic fest audience in the theater are going to lose their minds like it's oh in which episode the second episode. There's okay. two moments in the second episode where um, they, it's very meta. Like they're going to laugh out loud. It's going to get a really big reaction. Cause I think, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, this doesn't spoil anything, but it's a bunch of the characters talking about how to grow the business mm-hmm. and they bring up AI. And one of the characters says, I mean, heck, AI will be able to write movies and TV shows soon. Oh, and it's shit. just like, it's so great oh, how they man. bring it. Yeah. So that's, that's going to get a big reaction. And then the yeah. end of the second episode, it, it goes to a place. And you, everybody's going to, especially Fantastic Fest, and they're going to be like, oh my God. <laughs> but it's a great cast, including Mark Hamill in a great role. Um, no, it's really good. Oh, I can't yeah. wait for you to watch it. Wow. All right. I'm I'm excited to see it. I, yeah. I think it, it sounds good. It's good. Um, so yeah, that is no BS with Brian Susan. This is episode five zero. We will be back uh very soon. We will probably be back not this coming week, but the week after to mm-hmm. talk um Bachelor in Paradise, Golden Bachelor, a little bit of Fantastic Fest, our blind watch and more so um hopefully by then i will be able to watch some of uh susan's honorable mentions and hopefully she'll be able to watch some of mine yeah so uh always a pleasure yeah all right let's go cowboys let's go yes and tell susan tell everybody where they can find you 
You can find me at thischicksflicks.com, Irving Television, or ICTN.tv, uh, and at thischicksflicks on both uh, like my socials. Cool. Yeah. And I'm Brian Kluger, and you can find me at highdefdigest.com, boomstickcomics.com. You can find me on Wednesdays from noon till 2 on Soundtracks Radio, Electromagnetic Radio, that is. And also, you can find us on the other podcast, My Bloody Podcast and Fear and Loathing in Cinema. Uh, and we're both on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky, all of it. We're all there. So uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back in a week and a half or so.